You're listening to the Quality of Love Podcast, your home for all things love, relationship, and mental health. Hosted by nationally certified life and relationship coach, Tyrone Dixon. Sit back, relax, and get tips on creating the life you deserve without wasting any more time. Welcome to the Quality of Love podcast. I'm your host, Tyrone Dixon, nationally certified life and relationship coach, husband, father to two beautiful princesses, and CEO and founder of Arosu Concrete Consulting. Thank you guys for taking the time out to listen in with us tonight. We really appreciate it. Man, we got a, we got a, we got a juicy episode, a mini episode, I guess I'll say this evening. I got, I got this information in my inbox about a conversation that was had um, on a show recently uh, that Steve Harvey had that really got me, uh, it got me upset, to be honest with you. It, it, it highlighted some limiting beliefs that I think that that may be present within Steve Harvey. And it just kind of, I already feel like we as a society, we follow celebrities a little more than I would I would like, or so to speak. And I, I think that we we put celebrities on a pedestal that is unrealistic, not only for them, but for us as well. Right. Because when they say something, we just take their word for it and, and take their word as gold and we run with it. Um, but before we get into that, you know, let, me, let me scale it back a little bit and say thank you. We recently went over 40,000. Let me say that again. Over 40,000 downloads. Man, I am so thankful. I appreciate anyone who's listened, subscribed downloaded, giving us feedback here at the quality of love. I cannot say thank you enough. And I will not say thank you enough. I'll bring it up and say thank you and and express my gratitude as often as I possibly can, because without you all listening, downloading, subscribing, the quality of love would not be in this position. And coming up on uh, our two-year anniversary, we have have over 40,000 downloads. So I couldn't be happier I couldn't be prouder of where we are in terms of the quality of love. And I am ready to, I think I'm ready. I should say, I, I'm not 100% sure to crank it up a notch, right? So we'll do that. And we're looking forward to doing that starting with today. All right, we're going to talk a little bit. Uh, again, uh, forgive me. I don't know what the show was that Steve Harvey was on, but one of my good friends sent me over a video and I'll post a link in the uh, bio in the description of this episode. But in the video, Essentially, what was asked is a gentleman that asked Steve Harvey, for those of you who don't know who Steve Harvey is, he's a a celebrity in America who's viewed upon as someone who's knowledgeable about relationships and is knowledgeable about kind of marriage and things along those lines. He's I don't know if he would be considered a relationship guru or not, but people look to him um, for information and advice from time to time when it comes to relationships. So he's looked at in that arena or that realm. During the conversation with this gentleman, he asked uh, Steve Harvey, is is a man emasculated for being a stay at home dad because his partner is the breadwinner? Would that mean a man's emasculated or would that mean a man can no longer consider himself a man if he was a stay at home dad? And Steve's response, in short, this is a paraphrase of his response, was there's no way he can be he, he can be sitting at home and being a babysitter. Number one, that was a red flag to me um, because I, I don't know how you can be considered a babysitter to your kids. Number one. Number two, 
since having children, I've run into the situation where people ask me like, oh, are you babysitting today? Or are you, you, oh, I see that you're babysitting the kids today. And, and in my mind, that's like a, a, I guess they call it a microaggression now, but it's something that just, it irritates me because I'm like, um, I don't babysit my kids. They're my kids. Right. So it's, it's just fascinating how our society has that, um, expectation that if a man is with their children and spending a lot of time with their children, then they're babysitting. So that's something that was a red flag to me very early on in the conversation that Steve was having with this gentleman. Um, and it kind of highlighted his thought process, but then (laughs) take it a step further. Steve went on to say, uh, I can't show my sons, uh, that that's the image of a man, or I definitely can't show my daughters that it's so it's cool for a man to be sitting at home with the kids while the wife is out making the money. And again, I think this this is a great opportunity to highlight the disconnect that I believe exists between a celebrity and us. Now, given Steve Harvey's background, he's a celebrity, obviously. Um, he's at such a, a, a place of wealth, right? And his socioeconomic status is so far and above be, and beyond most people in the world that he can think like that, that he's, he's allowed to think like that, I guess. Um, but if we talk about us, the common people, why is it unrealistic for a dad to be staying at home and teaching his children the things they need to learn, taking care of the home? How is that an unrealistic thing, right? When you start to fall into these societal narratives. I think that, and I've spoken about this on this podcast plenty, but I think that's where we F up at. Frankly, we, we mess up by saying, oh, a man should be this and a woman should be that. And those are societal narratives and societal um, relationship um, concepts that have been prevalent for so long. And you look at our divorce rate and the fact that people can't have lasting relationships and I think there's a direct correlation between those two things with this perception that a man should be this or a woman should be that. And there's no kind of mingling. There's no intermeshing. It's just a man should be the breadwinner and the woman should be sitting at home with the kids. Those type of societal perceptions end up screwing us over in the long run if we think about it, especially nowadays, because we know that women can be breadwinners, right, can make money. And we know that a man can stay at home and properly nurture his child. So I say all of that to say to follow Steve Harvey's thought process, I think is limiting not only yourself, but it's limiting your children and boxing them into societal roles. Again, Steve Harvey makes a ton of money and much respect for everything that he's done and still continues to do with his life. But when you start to say, oh, well, this is definitively can't happen or there's no way that I would accept that or you shouldn't accept that either. I think that's when you start to to cross some lines and lines start to get blurred. And us common folks who who may maybe that's an ideal situation. What if I want to stay home? Because honestly, I'm going to keep it real. If my wife was a breadwinner, I would love to stay home with my daughters. I, I, I enjoy nothing more than spending time with my kids. So I wouldn't have a problem at all being the stay-at-home dad, so to speak, um, in this situation, especially if we've talked about it, right? That's the biggest thing we always talk about here on the Quality of Love podcast is communication. If we've communicated that these roles work for us, what's the problem? And then the last thing that I want to say on this, uh, and of course, as always, I love to hear some feedback shoot me a message or something like that. Let me know what you think. 
But the last thing I want to say on this is I would love to have been in the room with Steve because what if his what if his daughter wanted to be a breadwinner and she wanted her husband to stay at home? I would love to know what kind of conversations he would have with her about that. Or what if her his son found out, okay, it would be more beneficial to our kids' development for me to stay home and stay in the house while my wife goes out and makes a sufficient amount of money. And that'll be more per, or, uh, conducive to our kids being successful over a long period of time. What if that was an actual realization for both his daughter and his son? And he decided, no, no, that's not going to work. And I'm boxing you in. Right. It's again, I, I'm a firm believer that limiting beliefs and falling along with uh, societal perceptions is one of the most dangerous things that we can do as individuals or as people that are looking to have lasting relationships, because things have changed so much over time. There's no way that we should be limiting our women to just be stay at home moms or limited our men, limiting our men to be breadwinners and nothing else. You can't be a man if you don't make the money or if you don't bring the money home or into the house. It's just, it's a disturbing process or thought process for me. It highlights the limiting beliefs that, that exist within Steve and probably exists within society because as I read the comments, there were a lot of people that agreed with what he said. And I vehemently disagree with, with everything that he said, frankly. Um, and I think that you have to decide what works for you. And that's why, again, I always talk about communication in a dialogue form. So it's going back and forth. You're discussing what works for you, your boyfriend, husband, girlfriend, whatever is discussing what works for them. Then you come to a common ground. The fact that conversations aren't present and aren't, are not being had around the difficult stuff. I think that's where the trouble comes into play. That's it. Just wanted to shoot that out there. I got an email uh, again from my friend and I'm like, oh, I got to I got to hop on this because it uh, it definitely took me to an emotional place that. Number one, I'm always cautious with following celebrities and, and their words and advice. And number two, I think it highlighted to me the limiting beliefs that exist within the world. And that's a problem. Right. That's why we see our divorce rate so high. That's why we see people not willing and um, wanting to be a part of real genuine relationships because we hold on to these societal beliefs, then we don't have conversations about them. And then we end up in these spots, right? That's all I have for you all tonight. Remember to get those questions in to TQLP20 at gmail.com. Or at this point in time, I guess you could throw any content that you want me to talk about into uh, our email or shoot, hit us up on Facebook, the quality of love podcast. What a better episode did to, than this one to bring up the five ingredients to a lasting relationship or the five key elements to a lasting relationship. Number one is trust, right? You have to trust your partner. Number two is communication, communication in the form of dialogue, which I've mentioned a little earlier. Have, have the comfort level and psychological safety to express yourself to your partner, your genuine feelings and have them be able to express them to you. That's the only way you make progress. Number three, knowing your partner's love and apology languages, not only knowing how to love on them, but also knowing how to apologize in a manner that they feel like it's acceptable and it's receptive. Number four, the ability to shift with the ever-changing dynamics that are present in this world. Things are always changing. People change, circumstances change. 
make sure your relationship has the flexibility to change with whatever dynamic shift art comes or is present. And then last, but certainly not least, number five, unconditional acceptance, accepting your partner for exactly who they are, but understanding that they're working to be the best person that they possibly can be in the future. That said, ladies and gentlemen, remember the quality of love and relationships that you have in your life will determine the quality of your life. Peace and love.